we love you and we want to really thank God for you, for what God is doing. Though you are online, I declare that the blessings that the in-house receive, you will receive it in the name of Jesus. But I want you to do one thing for me. Share this link with as many that are in your contacts. Spread the gospel is our all responsibility. You can share your link if you are watching on Facebook, like it, and invite somebody else. The best gift you can give somebody is the gift of salvation. And you don't know how much influence and blessing you will be giving to somebody else just by sharing the gospel with them on Facebook or on YouTube or any platform you are watching. So if you have your phone, use it for Jesus right now and share that link. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord and happy thanksgiving to the nation of Canada and to our Lord Jesus Christ. Today I am excited and privileged to have my sister, the, man, the woman of God, who God has used endlessly, and um, she's in our midst today in the physical and the flesh. We want to make welcome the ministry of uh, Sister Greta. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you are clapping your hands, you clap your hands. And also, our apostle, a man on a mission for God, who God is using to touch his loved ones and to bring the message of salvation in a peculiar style, is also here with us. Let's make welcome the ministry of Reverend Carlos Thomas as a minister and give the word of God to us today. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Praise God. God is good all the time. God is good. No matter whatever is going on, God is good. So it is written in the scripture, in all things, give thanks to God. It doesn't matter what is happening, God is good. Whether our prayers is answered, God is good. And we're going to give thanks to God. I just want to thank God for this special day. I believe this is a special day for the nation of Canada. And it's a thanksgiving. And uh, as we believers, we don't just give thanksgiving in a certain date. As we believers in every situation, we give thanks to God. Whether we got mad with God, we still give thanks to God. Whether things are going well, we still give thanks to God. It doesn't matter what come on our way, we still give thanks to God. Because God is God in all seasons. Hallelujah. Come on, just somebody put your hand for God as we give thanks to God. Happy Thanksgiving to the nation of Canada and the blessed people of Canada. May God bless this nation and may God bless all the people in Canada here.
And it's our prayer that Canada will experience the power and the glory of God has never before. And somebody say, Amen. Amen. Without taking much time, I'll go straight away to the Bible. If you have your Bible here, go with me to the Mark chapter 4. We are going somewhere. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. I'm going to preach short and then uh, the prophetess also will come and continue. We thank God for the great grace ministry. This is a blessing ministry that you can have a lot of men of God from different directions bring it. You have given to bring this ministry. Thank God for the bishop of this house and the associate pastors for your sacrifice and the, your commitment. May God richly bless you and bless this ministry. If you're here with me now, let's go to Mark chapter 4, verse 35. If somebody can read for me. And I want to thank God also for all our viewers on the online. Right now, get ready because the power of God is coming upon you and the glory of God is coming upon you. Your life will never be the same again. Now we are going to go somewhere. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Somebody here to read for me. Hear what the Bible says here. It's very interesting about what the Bible says. On that day, let's give you what the Bible says. On that day, that means it's a very special day. Mm. When evening had come. When the evening comes, you know, even day and even day and even. Let's give you then. He said to them. He said to them. He said to the disciples. He said to you and I right now. Mm -hmm. Let us cross over. Let us cross over. Let us get to the other side. In a simple means, enter into a next level, a new level. Or rising above the limitation. No matter whatever happened, we can rise above our limitation. Because nothing can limit us. We can arise by the grace of God. We will go forward. Mm -hmm. Continue. To the other side. Yes. And when they had left him and when they have left him, hmm? they took him even as he was in the ship. She they took with him as she was in the ship with him. Let's go right now. Hmm? And they were also with him other little ships. And they were also with him in other other ships. Continue. And there arose a great storm. And there arose the great storm. Great, not small. Great, it's like a pandemic that we are going through. It's like trying to snack us or trying to destroy us. Great storm. Put that word. Huh? And the waves beat into the boat. And the waves beat into the boat. Let's give it a beat. The boat was not beating to the disciple, but beating into the boat. So listen carefully here. That's very important. Then, so that it was already filling. Then the boat was already filled with the, all the water. Then, and he he was in the hinder part of the ship. And he was the hinder part of the ship. Look at it. He was there. Oh my God! Hallelujah! Asleep on the pillow. And sleep also. Not just sleeping, but also sleep on the pillow. That's what makes me crazy here. She's inside with them while they were going through the challenges. At the same time, Jesus also was sleeping. That is amazing. Hmm? And they woke him and said to him. And they woke him then. And said to him. And they said to him. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Teacher, master, don't you care that we are perish? Don't you care that we are perish? Mm -hmm. 
And he arose and rebuked the wind. And then Jesus arose and he rebuked the wind. And said unto the sea. And he said unto the sea. Peace be still. Peace be still. Get ready. You are about to experience the peace of God. That passing all understanding. There is a peace of God. That is above every understanding. And we are living in the time. To experience the peace of God. Like never before. It doesn't matter what happened. We can still experience that peace of God. Now let me just call on a little bit, sister. Let me just begin from the where we started from verse 35. Now I'm going to talk about something about arise above the limitation. Arise to the new level. Arise to the higher level. No matter whatever you are, you and I, we can step to the new level. Because where we are is not the last bus stop. We are in the transition. So don't let anything deceive you. Don't let what you are going to deceive you that you are at the end of your bus stop. I'm here to tell you, you can rise above the limitation. You can rise above the challenges. You can rise above what you are going through. But I thank God for what the other pastor was reading about, uh, John chapter 15, that he said something very powerful. He said, my father glorified when we bear more fruits. Fruits are very important. There is no other way you can arise above your limitation without the fruit. Your fruit can take you to the next level. That's why when you go to Genesis chapter 1 and the Bible says, and the Lord God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. You can never be multiplied until you are fruitful. You can never enter into a new level until you are fruitful because your fruitfulness will break away the limitation. And I pray that may God give you increase to bear fruit in this season and somebody say amen. So the Bible says, Jesus challenged the disciples that they should arise to the next level. They should go to the next level. Jesus said, that, let us go, let us cross to the other side. There is a best side of God is waiting for you. There is a side of you that you have never experienced before. Where you are, you thought it's a very good side. But I'm telling you, there's a side that God has never showed to you. But God is about to open that side to you. A beautiful side. A place where you can encounter the glory of God. The side that where you can bear fruit. And now get ready now. God is about to take you to the, that side. So Jesus said to the disciples, let us cross to the other side. There's something beautiful. There's something that you have never experienced before is waiting for you. There's something that God has prepared for you, but you have to go to the other side. Because where you are now, you cannot experience what God is about to do until you step to the next side. It was a calling that Jesus made to the disciple. The calling, the first was a calling. Calling to get to the next level. Calling to the new level. Calling to arise. Calling to pray. And I listen carefully here. If, you are, if we can check carefully, I believe the crisis that we are going through is a calling for the church to pray like never before. This pandemic is a calling for the church to arise higher level. It's the time for the church to bear fruit. Because without fruit, we can't go anywhere. So Jesus gave you the calling. Everything God called you to do, God will always will send a calling to you. A call. 
a call. And each and every one, you have a different call. Some of us are called to preach. Some of us are called to do businesses. Some of us, no matter whatever call you have been called to, God is calling to do a greater works. And may God give the grace to this church to do a greater work. Something great is waiting for you and I. If you and I have ever known what is waiting for us, you will change your way of thinking. There's something better, greater, is waiting for you the other side. It doesn't matter what you are going through. Never agree that you are at the last part of your life. There is a better tomorrow. There's a better future. It's waiting for you. And somebody say, Amen. So Jesus said, let us cross to the other side. Let's begin with the calling. Then number two, it begin with the storm. Yes, there's no calling that you escape from temptation. Every call that you receive in your life will come to the test and try. Because the faith and love with that test cannot be trusted. No matter whatever call you have received, you will go through the test of the calling. Whether you are called to preach, whether you are called to pray, whether you are called to be wife, whether you are called to be husband, there's going to be a test for that calling. Hello? There's no marriage without tests. There's no marriage without challenges. There's no ministry without challenges. There's no business without challenges. So after the calling, suddenly the nest was a test. That's a storm. And that storm was not a small storm. It was a great storm. The Bible said, but listen carefully, listen carefully, friends. Anytime you started to do something new, get ready for storm. If you're afraid of the storm, don't start something new. Anytime you start something new, there's a storm will try to come and stop you. Because Satan hates you to move forward. Satan wants you to stand where you are. But I'm here to tell somebody, this is a time to move forward. You can't stand where you are. Move forward. No matter what else, keep moving. There's a power of keep moving. Because nothing happens until you move forward. There's no progressive without movement. That's why we have to move forward. We can't allow this crisis and this pandemic to stop us. We have to move forward for Jesus. We can't allow this pandemic to stop us coming to the house of God. It's the time to move forward. It's the time. And any time you start to move forward, get ready for the storm. Because Satan hates people who move forward. So Bible said what disciples were moving from convenience zone. There was a great storm came to stop them. But I'm here to tell somebody right now, no matter whatever is happening, Keep moving. Keep walking. You can run, but keep walking. If you can run, please keep crying. There's a power of keep moving. That's why David said, yes, I walked through the shadow of death. I walked through. Keep walking. Keep moving. Don't let anything stop you. Stop you from your dreams and your expectation. When God said, move forward, go. And listen carefully right now here. The storm came against them while they were moving. Because when you start to move, get ready for the storm. And this was a great storm. And this is what we are going through right now in this season now. And listen carefully right now here. Sometimes the storm comes to us in the different forms. Sometimes the forms come to us in the forms of attacks. He's come to us in the forms of sicknesses. He's come to us in the forms of challenges. 
Sometimes the, the storm comes to in the forms of uh, disease and the financial problems. But no matter whatever it is, don't let the storm stop you. Keep moving. Keep believing. Keep expecting. So the Bible says there was a great storm came and attacked them. But I'm here to tell somebody right now, you may face some challenges of storm in your life. No matter whatever challenges you are facing, I'm here to tell you the storm will never be forever. It's just a matter of season. You will overcome it in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says something here. If somebody can read for me, verse uh, 36. Let's go to 36. Let me put something here. Hallelujah. The storm Amen. will come, but they will never be forever. And when they had... Sent the multitude away. Yes. They took him even as he was in the ship. With them. Mm -hmm. And they were also with him. Yes. Other little ships. Yes. Continue. And there arose a great storm. There arose a great storm just to stop them. Just to stop you from your dream. Just to stop you from what you're expecting. Just to stop you to pray. Stop to call you the name of Jesus Christ. But no matter whatever storm that rises upon never stop calling the name of Jesus. Storm of threats. Storm that trying to silence our mouth. But I'm here to die to tell somebody, no matter whatever they threaten us, never stop calling the name of Jesus Christ. Keep calling that name because there's a power in that name of Jesus Christ. Nothing can stop us to call that name of Jesus. There may be the storm, it may be the storm of pandemic, but never allow that storm to stop your worship and your service to God. Keep on fire. Hallelujah. Amen. And hear what the Bible says. And so, and so, it was not full. No, listen carefully. One of the things I want you to listen to around here. The storm that came was not targeting the disciples. No, the storm is not after you. The storm of challenges is not after you. The storm is after your boat. Because the boat, the storm came and hit the boat, not the disciples. Because the enemy will deal with you with it by strategy. So you have to be very careful. All the challenges, all the financial challenges and all the crisis and all what you are going through is not have nothing to do about you. It's about your faith in God. The storm is about your faith in God. So the Bible says uh, the storm came and hit the boat. Can I show you two things? The reason why the boat, the storm targeting the boat. Number one, because the boat is their facilitation to their destiny. The boat is their transportation. Because the enemy know that if she can stop the boat, he can sink them. The enemy know that the only way I can stop this people from where they are to somewhere, I have to sink their boats. That's why I'm here to tell somebody right now, your boat, number one, is your relationship with God. And you have to be very careful. Nothing will come between you and your relationship with God. Never allow anything to stop your relationship with God. Preach, it's time to make your relationship with God very serious. Am I talking to somebody here right now here? The enemy is after your relationship with God. Because if enemy can sting you, she have to destroy your relationship with God. And never allow anything come between you and God. The reason why you are going through attacks of the financial is because the enemy wants to cut your relationship with God. The reason why enemy have attacked your children is because enemy wants to stop you focus on God. But I'm here to tell you no matter whatever happened, never lose your focus on God. The enemy targeting the boat 
your transportation. And that your relationship with God is your transportation to the next level. Number two, your boat is also your prayer life. Because everything God has promised you is going to take your prayer life to see the manifestation of the promise. That's what the enemy hates people who pray. That's what the enemy have attacked you to get you busy so that you will never pray. Because the enemy knows that as long as you don't pray, he can sink you. He can sink your marriage. He can sink your children. He can sink your business. Because with that prayer, you won't go anywhere. I'm not talking to somebody right now here. Don't let the enemy stop you to pray. Oh, the storms that has rise up against Christianity today is because they want us to stop calling the name of Jesus. It has nothing to do about our church building. They say, yes, you can have a church building, but don't pray. But I'm here to tell somebody, this is a time to pray like never before because prayer is your transportation. Prayer is the transportation of where you are to the next level. Prayer is the transportation to the manifestation of the promise of God. Prayer is the manifestation to the arti- activation of the power of God. That's why enemy hate Christians who pray. There is a power in the prayer. As long as you keep praying, you will hit your next level. Hallelujah. As long as you pray, you will see the revival. The reason why enemy hate us to pray is because enemy know that Prayer is the transportation of the revival. That's why we need to pray like never before. Look at how the way the enemy did with us. She came and attacked the boat. Because he said, if I, if I can stop these people, first I have to sink their boat first. I have to sink their prayer life. I have to get them busy with so many things that they won't pray. So that I will sing the abode that I can sing everything. Friends, without prayer life, the church is not going anywhere. That's why I'm here to encourage somebody. This is a time to pray like never before. It's the time to watch out that your prayer life will not sink. It's the time to pray that nothing will take your prayer life. It's the time to pray. And the Bible said the enemy came like a storm. To sink the boat. Because if she can sink the boat, it's easier to sink the disciples. If she can sink your prayer life, it's easier to sink your marriage. It's easier to sink your family. It's easier to sink your business. It's easier to sink everything around you. Because prayer is very, very important. Continue, sister. Mm-hmm. 38. Yeah, listen carefully what the enemy is doing here. Huh? Then... But he was in the stem, asleep on the pillow. Sleep on the pillow. And mm. they awoke him and said to him. And they said to him. Teacher. Teacher. You do not care that we are perishing. Don't you care. I hear a lot of people go around and say, what is God? Where all this happen? If there's a God, what there's so much suffering on this world. This is what people are saying. If God, why we are going through all this thing? Sometimes we all come to that the same point. Master, do you care for us? If God is care for us, why all this thing happen? Where is God when the enemy rose against me? Sometimes it makes you mad. It's like, where is that God? That you are going through so much things. You are facing a lot of challenges. And where is that God? And it sounds like God is silent and God is not doing something. Right now, let's get right here. Let me talk about silent of God here. 
Because a lot of people think that God is talkative like us. That's what every time people go, they say, God said, God said, God said. Do you think God is talkative like you? No. Because God knows that every word he said, he has to carry on to come to pass. It's not like you and I, we talk, talk, talk all the time. So God is very careful how the way he speaks. Because the moment she speaks, she has to bring to come to pass. But today, a lot of people go around and say, God said, God said, God said. Do you think God is talkative? No. Now, they come to a season that it seems that God is silent. Could you imagine about that God is with them in the boat? And all these crazy things are happening around. And this God is still sleeping. Hey, which God is that? <laughs> it makes me crazy when I read that scripture. Because the Bible says he was down there sleeping on the pillow. Not also sleeping, but sleeping on the pillow too. If I were a disciple, I would get to him, I would remove the pillow and say, come on, get up. Sometimes it makes you so crazy after giving, after praying, after doing all these things and the enemy is hitting everywhere in your life and the God is still there watching the enemy. So disciples, one of the things we have to focus, we have to be very careful no matter whatever will happen in our, around us, never lose your focus on God. You know, disciples, they lose their focus on God because of the storm and the waves that was beating the boat. So they're shifting their focus. Never shifting your focus from God. No matter whatever it is, focus on God. Even Jesus was with them, they lose their focus. Because of the storm, they were panicked. They were scared. Yes, they were panicked. Like what we are going through. You see, this pandemic took us surprise. So all of us were going through panic. We're going through the emotion, going through negativities. And we were wondering about what is God? What is God? Because we all started generally with the promise of God and with all kind of the prophetic word. But suddenly something took over. And we were all shocked. What is God? What is Jesus? Disciples were so panicked. They also go through the same issues. Sometimes we go through the same issues, panic, fear. But that is not the way to deal with the challenges. When you face challenges, you're going to be careful how the way you deal with them. So they reach up to God and say, Jesus, they say, Master, where are you? Master, where are you? Listen carefully right now here. See, a lot of people think that God is just really at, just like he wants to act. For God to work, somebody has to call the name of Jesus, call God. Disciple called him master. That's what makes Jesus begin to work. So you cannot sit down expecting God to do something without calling him. You have to invite him. You have to pray. You have to invite him to that situation. You can't just lie down on the bed and you're expecting God to act. No, you have to call God. If you need God, you've got to call him. And if you call upon him, he will answer you. Hallelujah. So the Bible says they reach out to the master. As a master, where are you? Don't you care about what we are going through? And when Jesus arose, Jesus, I thank God that God is not a man. Because if God is the man, the first thing is going to rebook them, isn't it? But Jesus never rebooked them. He solved the problems. The first thing Jesus did was he solved the problem. Then after she addressed their weaknesses, when Jesus arose, he rebuked the wind. Listen carefully, right now. She rebuked what? The wind. But not the storm. 
problem with the Christian today, we go around and rebook the stones all the time. You rebook the symptoms, but that doesn't stop the problem. Jesus knows that the winds are the cause of what the storms. And Jesus said, if I can stop the storms, I have to deal with the root of the problem. There's a root of the problem that you got to watch about it. But the problem is we go around and we're booking the storms, and we're booking the problems, we're booking the sickness without dealing with the root. The wind are the supernatural demonic move. Jesus, this storm is not by anything. It comes from by supernatural interference. And if you can deal with it, you're going to deal with the supernatural. So Jesus arose and rebuked the wind. And when Jesus rebuked the wind, suddenly Jesus began to confess him and said, let there be peace. And there was a peace. Because after you deal in the supernatural, it's easy to overcome natural. Hallelujah. Now let me just address something right now here. Listen carefully. I'm going to stop. Jesus said something. After she solved the problem, that she began to refer disciples. She said, why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? Have faith in God. Where is your faith? You know, Jesus will refer to them that where is the faith that she gave to them in the beginning of the journey? What Jesus gave to them was the promise of God. You know what? We saw Jesus was lying down there, sleeping on the pillow. So let me just give this to you. Jesus was telling the disciple, where is your pillow to? Because if you saw me sleeping, you should also have to take your pillow and also sleep with me. What? You have to be panicked, isn't it? So what Jesus trying to tell them is that, where is the promise I gave to you? Because remember, in the beginning of the journey, I told you, let us go to the other side. I'm not sending you alone. I'm going together with you. So I am with you when before the storms. I am with you inside of the storm. So if I am with you in the storm, you don't know to be afraid because I am with you. I am with you today. I am with you tomorrow. I am with you forever. So it doesn't matter what you are going, I'm still with you, even though I'm with you before the storm. So you, when God is with you, who can be against you? You should not be afraid of what you are going through because you are not going to alone. He is with you in the storm. She's with you in the boat. So I'm here to tell somebody, you don't need to be panicked because what you are going through, you are not alone. He is with you. Hallelujah. He is for you and he is fighting for you and you will come out victorious in Jesus' name. Where is your faith? Where is your pillow? Where is the promise I gave to you? The promise is I am with you. I am going together with you. No matter whatever it is, he is with you. Before the pandemic, she is with us. In, in within pandemic, he is with us. She has never left us. He is with us in the boat. Hallelujah. You are not alone in the boat. Jesus, the maker, the way maker, the miracle working God, he is with you in the boat. And when he's with you, take your pillow, take the promise and rest on the promise. Hallelujah. May God bless you. And no matter whatever you are going through, get ready. God is about to deliver you and see you through. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Anderia Bashata Mashakolo Sitara Mandekelebo Badi Garabate Kesilama Mashala Galagala Boseli Gramande Kindare Lingarabaton Solibrande Mashakabo Toti Gababale Gedebo Andarabo Salakate Kesele Brundali Gramato Soligramate Kesele Rabra Balakato Salibra Bacolo Sele Gabose Landara Calabrande Indara Darabato Sala Landara Bale Brose Ingarato Solondori Mahaye Alla La Brosso Toco Rebele Keriba Babahaya Lata Barego Losendi Grahaye Indarato Lamrande Keri Granda Andare Brundari Grande Basale Hiriha Rabrosala Hala Ramasal Ingraboso Tokida Bahaya Indene Brakale Kesete Kebosa Mandara Bahaya Lahara Masaka Rara Masata Ribra Babaha Ligondo Selebosala We worship you Lord We thank you Father that the storm will not stop us We will get to the other side we will not forget our pillows. Every promises of God, they are yes and amen. And we are taking them with us. And we are standing on them. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has represented storm in your life. Every wind of darkness. Every wind of sickness. Every wind of pain. I command them to stop right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. That spirit of confusion. That spirit of fear. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I come against you and I command you. To stop your advancement against God's people. Right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father we thank you. For your word and for your grace. In Jesus name. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Wow. What a word. Well, God bless you, sir. And may the anointing continue to increase in your life. May the storm not come against you. And when they come, you will overcome them. And you will have a good testimony. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. What a mighty God. We said hallelujah. What a mighty God we said. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth adore him. Angels bow before him. What a mighty God we said. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. We Oh, he moved in just by. 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is, has been burning in my spirit this week. And uh, my brother here, oh, God, you confirmed it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Is Jesus in the boat with you? Is Jesus in the boat with you? I'm going to challenge you this morning. If Jesus is in the boat with you, no one thing. Our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12, he says, Our God is a consuming fire. What is burning on your altar this morning? What is burning on your altar this morning? If Jesus is in the boat with you, if the Prince of Peace is in the boat with you, what is on your altar? Today we are going to dismantle your altar and make sure that the Prince of Peace, God, is burning on your altar, in your heart. I'm going to prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. God said in Revelation chapter 3 verse 16, Jesus said, you be hot are you cold? If you're lukewarm, I'll vomit you. Today, you got to examine yourself and make sure that the fire on your altar is burning. Why are you lukewarm? You are going to be vomit. It's time for us to wake up. The fire of God has been moving. The fire of God has been moving. And many are sleeping. Many are afraid. Many are in distracted here and there storms will come attacks will come diseases will come but we are overcomers how do you keep your fire burning how do you keep your fire burning in the word of God if you're sitting on the media if you're sitting on this and that if you're distracted listening to other people's gossip if you're listening to man who is here today and gone tomorrow the word of God is a sure thing is a hammer he is hammer and it's a fire if you read the word if you feed on the word it's a fire Jeremiah said, there is fire shut up in my bones and I cannot contain it. Is there a fire in your bones? My beloved brother or sister, is there a fire in your bones? Time for your altar to stay burning. Are you in the prayer closet? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, you must be baptized. I will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire fire. There is no other way. You will continue allowing the demons on your thumbs, looking at all the media on your phones. You will continue allowing the demons in your mind, taking you there and here and there. You will continue being a slave to Satan in fear. Going to church, singing in the choir, doing all kinds of good things. Hiding. Hiding. Behind flesh. I want to challenge you this morning. I want to challenge you this morning. If there is no fire on your altar, you're doomed. Jesus is not coming for a lukewarm church. He's not coming for this one or that one. He's not just coming. He's coming for a pure bride. On fire. In love. Passionately in love with the master. He's not coming. Everyone thinks they are going. Everyone thinks they're going to be raptured. 
I got news for you. I got news for you. I've been in the closet weeping for the bride of Christ, weeping for my family, weeping for everyone God put in my life because not everybody is going to go. Not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of the Father. Is a fire on your altar burning. How do you keep this fire burning? In the word of God, praying in the spirit, filled in the Holy Spirit, praying in the spirit. In tongues. Paul said, pray without ceasing. How do you pray without ceasing? In an attitude of worship, walking like a pregnant person. It's not only women who get physically pregnant. I pray the day when men, and I know Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel have been in the same thing. So I know we need to be pregnant with the word of God. Ready in season, off season. We need to be pregnant with the fire of God. Wherever we see the lukewarmness, wherever see, we see demons, we don't even have to rebuke them. We don't have to fight. We don't have to do a thing. They will go in the fire. Serpents, snakes, you don't have to fight. I've been a witness. They expose themselves. Satan exposes himself. He cannot handle the fire. Are you hot on fire today for God? Do you hide in the secret place? Or are you busy? Are you busy? Lazy? The word that was preached today was so on track. You want to go to the next level? My brother, my sister, you want to go to the next level? Intimacy with Jesus Christ? You want to walk with Jesus Christ? That fire will cause you humility. That fire will cause the fear of God in the church. Nothing else will bring people to church. Nothing else will cause our loved ones, our children, our grandchildren to fear God. But the holy fire of God, stand in the gap. If you're the only one in your house, stand in the gap, burn. I pray, Lord, put me on the middle of the street. Let me burn for you. Set me on fire for you. Set me ablaze for you. Not for my sake, because I know who you are. I know who I am. I'm in love with Jesus. He's the lover of my soul. Set me ablaze. So their world... They will look and say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ, young people, I know God can do it. He's been doing it from the womb. He has been doing it always. He's in the boat. Take your peace today. When you walk in the fire of God, when you walk in the fire of the Holy Spirit, you can walk through any storm. You can walk through any fire, any attack. It will not stay on you. Oh, weeping may come. Weeping may be for. We endure for the night. You may have nights and days and decades of weeping. But joy will come. Joy will come. Are you weeping for your loved ones? Are you weeping for your children? I want to challenge you today. How much tears, how much have you been on your face before God? Take shit off the pride. That's what the fire of God will do. Your altar 
that is burning with the fire of the Holy Spirit will take away, strip the pride, will strip every fear, will strip even disease will not stay on you for a while. For a while. Because the devil is not after you. He's after your seed. He's after your sons, your daughters. He's after for a generation that we will leave. I have been praying. I've been running around schools and colleges for people, for children, for other people's children. Because all children belong to Jesus. And Satan is a liar. He's a thief. And he will come to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life and life more abundantly. Are you living a life of abundance? Are you living a life of abundance? You're not in material things, not in houses and money. Are you living a life of peace? Where's your pillow? Where's your pillow? Where's Jesus? Where is he? Where is he? I want to challenge you, nations, all people of God, no matter how co- where you are, what color, what size, what gender you are, I challenge you in the name of Jesus. Where is Jesus today? Is he on the altar of your heart? Is the fire of his love burning? He did not die in vain on the cross. We are alive. We are his church. We are his body. We are his mouthpiece. The Bible many will read is not in a written book, but you. The Bible, we are walking, talking testimonies of Jesus Christ. Be challenged today. Enough is enough. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every lukewarmness. In the mighty name above all names, Jesus Christ, my Savior and Lord. I silence every lying spirit. I come against every disease, every gossip, every media, every addiction, every wicked, filthy habit. In the name of Jesus, stop now. In Jesus' name. And I release the fire of God. I release the fire of God. Oh, from your head to the soles of your feet. From today, you'll never be the same. Your fingertips to your toe tips to your, from your head to the soles of your pe- feet. Young people, babies in the womb, hear the voice of the Lord today. Rise up because Jesus wants you hot on fire, consumed by his love. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. I love you. Hallelujah.